Hi everyone, this is Anton here, coming to you, I can't say live, but coming to you pre-recorded from our office on a bright and sunny Thursday morning. You might be wondering, why are we sending out an audio message and not meeting for a live message on a Sunday morning? Well, the reason is twofold. We were always going to close our gatherings for uh, the year at the end of December, but sadly, due to the, the massive COVID spike in numbers, we've actually uh, closed a week earlier just to facilitate uh, the dust to settle and uh, things to just come back down to a level of normal again. Um, also, because for those who joined us last Sunday, you would have noticed that the caters weren't present and it wasn't because we were on holiday somewhere. It was because, or it is because, we all contracted COVID and have been fighting symptoms for over a week now here in the Cater household. Thank you so much for just the prayers and the messages. We have, we have definitely felt loved and cared for. So we are on the mend and uh, thank you for keeping us in your prayers. Friends, this morning... I would like to continue with the message that I preached two weeks ago entitled Dealing with Delay. So this is part two and I thought a good place to start would just be to do a little recap on the message that I preached. So here we go. First things first, the Holy Spirit desires to produce his kind of fruit or his kind of harvest in our lives. Now amen to that Anton. Um, I want the Holy Spirit's fruit in my life. All of us are okay with that. But here's the reality. There are some fruits of the Holy Spirit that can happen quickly. But there are two fruits of the Holy Spirit that require time. Faithfulness and patience. You cannot prove to be faithful if there's not repetition. You cannot prove to be a patient person or to produce or to yield a harvest of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives of patience if time isn't involved. Second thing that I want to bring to your attention this morning is that the process of patience is what develops strength of character. Anton, why do I need strength of character? Well, this is the exciting thing because of the magnitude of God's promises over your life. And the promises that you call to carry in your life, the level of success, the level of, of promise, the level of plans that God has got for your life requires a strength of character. And it's so in line with scripture, the right hand Proverbs talks about an inheritance and he says that an inheritance that is quickly gained is an inheritance that won't be blessed in the end. Why? Because we need strength of character to carry the bigness of God's plan, plans over our lives. So, uh, thirdly, that I want to just remind you of this morning is this. Talking about the suddenlies of God. We all like suddenlies, especially if they're good suddenlies. Well, only if they're good suddenlies. And we see the suddenlies of God in scripture over and over. But here's the thing, and this is very important to see. There are more accounts in scripture where God calls men and women to faithfulness and patience than people 
walking into the suddenlies of God. And I said this two weeks ago, that patience and faithfulness is that which precedes the suddenlies of God. Often we see in scripture men and women coming and experiencing the suddenlies of God, but it's because they live their lives faithful and patient to see God's promises fulfilled. So what have I got for us this morning? Let's go to scripture and we're going to read together. Firstly, I know it's a scripture that we looked at last week, and it's just to lay a, a, a foundational platform for today's message. But let's look at Galatians chapter 5 just once again. We're talking about dealing with delay. Verse 22, Galatians chapter 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Uh, another translation puts it like this, and this is really close to my heart. It says that the presence of the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in your life. Love, joy, peace, patience, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And I love that. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life that produces this fruit. And it's that saying, you will become like those you spend time with. As a result of me spending time with the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life, I'm able to produce this kind of fruit. Second passage of scripture is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11. And I think I did read this passage last week, but let me read it again. And we desire each one of you to show the same earnestness to the full assurance of hope until the end, so that you may not be sluggish, but be imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. R.T. Kendall talks about faithfulness and patience as, as, as key elements that got the ancients, those we read about in Hebrews 11, into playing in the big league. And what he's trying to say is, is that there's a clear link between great exploits, faithfulness, and patience. The, 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 the fact of the matter is, friends, is that the world that we're living in, an instant society, a click-click and I have it society or mentality, our enemy wants you and I to believe in quick success. Whereas we see time and time again in God's word that God is completely okay with process or progress, where every step is an arrival, quoting Eugene Peterson. And so the world doesn't want us to celebrate little steps. The world wants us to try and live a life of instant success. Friends, God wants us to be okay because he is okay with process or progress. So firstly, let me just lay a little bit more of a foundation for why I want to preach this message. Why is a message on patience so important? Well, firstly, it's because we all have experienced delay. We all have experienced disappointment and pain. And scripture tells us that we can, in these moments of disappointment, in these moments of delay or pain, we can actually see these moments as an opportunity to produce or to allow the Holy Spirit to produce a harvest 
of patience. Um, or we can actually try and rush the process and begin to birth that which is illegitimate. Secondly, most of the Christian life is between the times. We're not there yet. God calls us to, to model and to demonstrate faithfulness and patience throughout our journey. Thirdly, we can learn what to do during times of delay and unanswered prayer. And we see that in scripture. And I want to, God willing, just look at a few things that we can actually do while we face delay. And then lastly, why is a message on patience so important? And I really felt this prophetically for people um, even listening to this this morning. Some of us will experience the suddenlies of God over the next 12 months. But here's the other reality. All of us, God is calling to patience and faithfulness. And so to get this message into us is so important because it will help us to it it will help us actually navigate times of delay. So what is my, my goal? What is on my heart to communicate to you this morning? Well, I've got four keys that will help you in patience. That if we apply these keys to times of delay, I believe the Holy Spirit will actually produce an incredible harvest of patience and faithfulness through our lives. So the first key that I want to just communicate to you this morning is this, is that we have to remember that we are in good company. Last week, I mentioned a few people from Hebrews 11, and they are all described in this passage of faith um, as people that had one thing in common, the fact that they were able to cope with delay. Listen to what it says in what John says on the island of Patmos. He says, I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are yours in Jesus. When we begin to experience delay and have to wait on and on, we have to begin to see the delay as an opportunity to produce a harvest of fruit um, of the Holy Spirit like many that have gone before us. In James 1 verse 12, it says this, Blessed is the man who, uh, who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. As someone that have experienced delay in my own life, it is very, very easy to to face these difficult times or to face these times where your patience is tested to no end and to begin to believe that you alone, to begin to believe that you're the only person facing this thing right now. Friends, scripture tells us over and over that even Hebrews 11, uh, talking about the ancients, they were all people that faced delay, that had to exercise patience. And so I think it's so important to understand that when you are frustrated in a moment where your patience is tested, that you are not alone, but that you're actually in good company. Second key that can help us in, in times where we have to exercise patience is this, is that we can do something good while we wait. In Psalm 37 verse 3, the psalmist writes and he says this, trust in the Lord and do good. 
If you've been a believer for more than, sheesh, I want to say a week, you'll know that this word trust involves patience. This word in Psalm 37 is in the context of someone becoming worried when those that are around them, those that are evil around them are being successful. Friends, when we are having to wait while others seem to be on top and succeeding, do we begin to live as victims? Do we begin to wallow in self-pity? No, Scripture tells us to do something good. So what does that mean? Friends, while we've got to exercise patience or while we've got to wait or try and cope with delay, we can worship. We can, while we wait, we can worship God. While we wait, we can witness. While we wait, we can actually put our attention on the fact that God is our father, that God is a good father and that he actually has plans for our lives. In the waiting doesn't mean we just need to do nothing. As someone once said, idleness is the devil's workshop. It's in times of of waiting where we don't need to become idle, but we can actually begin to be kingdom-minded in those times. And scriptures seem to show us that in the waiting, we can be productive. In the waiting, we can actually produce a harvest of worship, a harvest of witnessing. Why? Because inward spiritual formation is taking place and we're actually celebrating little victories in the waiting. Third lesson or key that can help us in times where we need to exercise patience is this, is that I believe we can ask God by his spirit to show us what lessons we can learn during delay. Friends, often we are so preoccupied kicking and screaming in frustration that we fail to see what the Holy Spirit is actually wanting to show us or teach us. And a, a, a typical example for me, because we can often behave, even as adults, like children. Uh, for me, it's like this example of trying to show a child this, this better plan, this better idea, but they are still preoccupied throwing a tantrum over something that is just completely ridiculous. It's the analogy of having a tantrum over a door that's not opening. I want this door to open because this door means my success. And God is saying, no, 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 this door isn't going to open because there's another door already standing open. And it's actually for your benefit to walk through the open door and not try and open the, the closed door by force and birthing that which is illegitimate. Friends, we can learn We can learn lessons during delay. We can look at Joseph. Joseph had to learn, had to learn how to forgive before God could trust him with success. Habakkuk had to learn to get his joy from inward and not to derive it from happy circumstances. Why? Some things just don't change. And the question is, are they the reason for my joy? Or is the reason for my joy because I'm in relationship with God the Father? Paul prayed, it says about Paul, that Paul had to pray three times, or he prayed three times for the thorn in his flesh to be removed. But what did God say? God said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, My grace is sufficient for you because my power is made perfect in weakness. In weakness. Friends, we can learn lessons, God lessons during times of delay. 
But if we don't remain teachable and if we don't re- remain uh, with, a, with a teachable heart before God, we're going to actually fail to learn the lessons that God wants us to learn that will build strength of character to carry the bigness of God's plans for our lives um, dur- while we live. And then fourthly and lastly that I want to just share with you just another key that we can exercise or that we can think about while we experience delay. It's this, it's that we need to consider God's patience with us. It says in 2 Peter 3 verse 9, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. So dear friends, don't let this one thing escape your notice. A single day counts like a thousand years to the Lord Yahweh. And a thousand years counts as one day. This means that contrary to man's perspective, the Lord is not late with his promise to return as some measure lateness, but rather his delay simply reveals his loving patience towards you because he does not want any to perish, but all to come to repentance. I want to say to you this morning that something powerful happens within us in times of delay when we choose to become mindful of this incredible reality, this truth, that, his, that he is firstly patient with us. Friends, when we meditate upon the fact that God is patient with us, there's a shift in our perspective and we actually begin to view moments of delay in the context of the fact that God is patient with us. And so friends, please be mindful of these four key elements in times of delay. Number one, remember that we are in good company. Secondly, remember that God invites us to actually do something good when we wait. Thirdly, that we can ask the Holy Spirit to show us lessons that we can learn in moments of delay. And fourthly, we need to consider that God is firstly and ultimately patient with mankind. Friends, I want to pray for us. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your word. I want to thank you that in your word we see that you are patient. We see in your word how men and women exercised faithfulness and patience. And Lord, we want to be a people that exercise the same faithful faithfulness and patience as the ancients. That we would be a people that grow and produce a harvest of faithfulness and patience as we at times face delay. I pray this in Jesus' name. Father God, I pray for every person in upper room and I just thank you for your protection, your safety, health and wholeness over this community. In the name of Jesus, amen. Friends, God bless you. Till next time.